Welcome to the Emily Adams Show. I am a mom of two amazing boys, life coach, speaker, writer, powerlifter, and obsessed with all things personal development. Each week, I will be bringing you an inspirational guest or a burst of inspiration that you need to help inspire you to take action in your life. Each episode is designed to give you the tools, ideas, and inspiration you need to support you as you find your own happiness and your life purpose. Welcome to the Emily Adams Show. I am so excited to be recording my very first episode on this podcast. It's a little surreal as I sit here recording this, and I'm so excited just to really make an impact in the world to share tips, tools, resources, different kind of techniques, or whatever it may be to inspire others to find their true happiness. I became very passionate about this and recently because I was able to finally find true happiness after chasing it for 32 years. And in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about who I am and how I got where I'm at today. So I was born and raised in the Amish culture. I left the culture at the age of 17, and we're not going to dig a whole lot deeper in the Amish culture thing today, but I will be sharing more episodes on it and um, just talking more about it as I'm sure you have a lot of questions around it because I do usually get a lot of questions about it because it is something different. And... um, Yeah, so I'll be recording more episodes for that, and I left when I was 17, and I left because I no longer wanted to live that lifestyle, and it was not an easy decision because when I left, I knew that I could not go back, and for those that are listening are thinking, you know, oh, you had the rumshringen period. I did not have that option. There are some Amish communities that do not have that option. I did not have that option. And as I left, I thought I would leave, you know, go to college and have this like successful career. And that's just what I wanted. And when I left, I wasn't prepared for the culture shock and a lot of the different things that I had no idea about that existed in the world. So leaving, um, I one of the first things I did was I cut my hair because I had really long hair because we weren't allowed to cut our hair while growing up. I cut my hair. Um, I went and got my placement testing to get my high school education. Um, since I was went to the Amish school, we only went to eighth grade. But their curriculum that they taught tested at a sixth grade education in the public schools. So when I tested for my GED, I had a sixth grade education and I wanted to get my GED in order to get a good job and eventually go to college. So I got my GED testing, started taking my GED. Six months later, I was actually able to take the test and pass the GED test. From there, I had planned on going to college, but I found out I was pregnant at the age of 18 with my oldest son, Jordan, and that kind of pushed college to the back burner. 
I was now pregnant at 19. I got married. And a year and a half into the marriage, I realized that this is not what I want. It was a very abusive, verbally abusive marriage and controlling type of environment. And I felt so stuck that I couldn't get out. I was thinking about leaving. And as I was thinking about leaving and how I was going to do this, I found out I was pregnant with my youngest son, Cameron. And then I felt like I was stuck. Now I had two boys. I did not want to become a single mom. I was raised that divorce was wrong and being a single mom was wrong. Like it just didn't exist in the Amish culture because there is no divorce in the Amish culture. And when I thought about this, it was scary. And one day I realized I needed to make the change for me and for my boys. It was affecting all of us. And I made the decision to file for a divorce and get out of the marriage. It was a very nasty divorce and a very nasty custody battle. And when I got out of the marriage, I realized I had no idea who I was. And I was like, what am I going to do now? Like here I was, single mom, felt horrible for having to go through divorce and put my boys through this. And now I just had to figure out who I was and what was I going to do with my life? When I started thinking about this, I realized like I hadn't taken the time at all to figure out who I was as a person. And I always wanted to go to college and I was super overweight from having two kids. And I knew that I needed to do something to change my life. I decided I would join a gym because going to the gym was cheaper than actually going to therapy. And I was not going to go through any more therapy or counseling because I was tired of it. So I joined a gym. And meanwhile, I started uh, researching what kind of colleges I wanted to go to. I knew I wanted to go to Purdue University. And I knew I wanted to get a bachelor's degree, but I had no idea what I was going to be doing. I joined the gym and got one of those gym memberships where they had the 24-7 access and I could just go in and work out whenever I wanted and uh, especially early in the morning, no one was in there. I started out doing cardio because the weights just really scared me and I started losing weight, eating healthier and I saw that as I worked out, my confidence and my self-esteem was slowly building. I was still not in a good place, but it was slowly improving and then I um, decided that I would start running Spartan races. I'm very competitive and I love to compete at anything. And I was like, you know, this would push me mentally and physically. And I started training for one and it was like, gave me something to focus on. Meanwhile, I had met with my student advisor who I met with her and I was like, yeah, I want to get my bachelor's degree. And uh, she asked me, you know, do I work full time? I was like, yeah, I work full time and I have two boys and I'm a single mom. And she looks at me and tells me, you know, I'm sorry, but you can't do this in four years. And I was determined I was going to do it in four years. I didn't have six years to waste in college and I was not about to spend six years in college. So I told her I don't care. I still want my classes set up to be to do it in four years. 
she did not like my response, but um, she set my classes up and we set up, you know, different summer classes. And she told me, you know, I don't think this is possible and you're just setting yourself up for failure. And I just kind of disregarded her because I already had set it in my mind that I'm going to graduate in four years because I don't have six years to spend. Meanwhile, started running Spartan races, um, loved it. The one year I ran a double trifecta. And after that, after running that much, when it was in March, I went to uh, the Arnold in Columbus, Ohio. And that is where I was accidentally introduced to powerlifting, which is what I compete in now. I had went to the Arnold and I was looking for a pair of knee sleeves because I had started squatting a little bit heavier in the gym and I noticed that my knees were bothering me a little bit and one of the personal trainers had told me to get a good pair of knee sleeves. So I walked up to the booth and little did I realize the booth was actually the USPA Powerlifting Federation booth and we started talking about knee sleeves and he asked me, well, do you power lift? And I was like, no, I don't power lift. And he said, well, you should power lift. And I was like, ah, you know, I'm not sure. I wasn't sure like what the sport was about. And he gave me some contact information for uh, meet directors and other people that power lifted in Indiana where I could um, meet up with them. So I went to watch a competition in Indiana and I decided I would start competing. Meanwhile, I was going through college. It was rough and that I did not take any breaks so I could still stay on track to graduate in four years. And I had started powerlifting. And when I first started powerlifting, I realized like I was so strong, like mentally and physically, like I was strong and I was excited to compete. And at my first competition, I loved the adrenaline rush I got from being on the platform. And the powerlifting community was such an open and welcome community. It didn't matter what size, shape, or whatever you were. You could still just show up, lift, and be, be accepted. And it didn't matter what, you, what your body image was, which I loved. So I stuck with powerlifting, loved it, and I ended up graduating in four years as well. After graduation, I um, landed my I landed one of my corporate jobs that I wanted, and it was always a dream job that I had wanted, and I was happy and thought, you know, this this is what I wanted all my life. Um, I had gotten married again, and. Unfortunately, the marriage did not last. It lasted for a short time and got divorced for round number two, something that was very hard and um, had to work through round number two of divorce, which not a proud moment at all, um, but just owning up to, up to it. And when after divorce number two and landing my corporate job, I realized like there was still something missing and it wasn't, I was still powerlifting. So I knew it wasn't on the lifting side and I was still looking for more. I was still trying to see, have some kind of impact. And I started really uh, diving into personal development and just mindset growth and everything 
like, how can I just find what my life purpose is? I knew, I always knew that I was made to make a big impact, but I had no idea what that meant. So I started being more disciplined about personal development and trying to figure out what I want in my life. And one day, one of my friends had told me that, you know, you should consider um, meditation because you're an angry person. And I was like, no, like I am not an angry person because, you know, like I'm just not an angry person. I'm super positive. And in reality, looking back at it, yeah, I was a little angry and probably a little bitter since it was just right after my second divorce. I kind of brushed it off because I wasn't ready to really think about meditation and I tried it once or twice and it really frustrated me because I did not like the thought of just sitting still. Like that just does not sound fun. Sitting still and just listening to your thoughts. Like there was no way I was not going to sign up for that. Well, fast forward a couple months, I decided to take a momcation and go strictly by myself and just to figure out what I wanted in life. I was at my point again in life where I knew I had a bigger purpose and I knew something was missing and I couldn't figure out what it was. I had landed the corporate job I wanted. I had gotten my degree but I was still chasing something. And I always, I kept thinking like, there's got to be more. There's got to be where you can get to a point of true happiness, like really being happy. And I was struggling with this. And while on this momcation, I realized several different things. And one of them was, I was not taking the time I needed for myself I was putting myself last and I had to slowly start changing that as well as I had a look at my environments that I was around, the people, the things, uh, the social media I was following, the TV and all this. And I really started to take in a deep look into my life. And when I got back from vacation, I made the decision to move and me and the boys moved an hour away into somewhere where we didn't know anyone in the area, but we had friends, but I have friends close by. So we moved and it was um, a very good move for the three of us just to like get a fresh start. And meanwhile, work um, was not going that well. And I was really struggling with just trying to focus on being happy there. And I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, like, I can't do this anymore. You know, I know this is supposed to be my dream job, but I wasn't being able, I wasn't able to make an impact there anymore. I was so tired of it. And one day my friend told me, you know, you should just mentally quit your job. And I was like, wait a minute, what? No, I'm not going to mentally quit my job. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. But she was like, no, I'm serious. Like, think about it. Like, no one knows you're going to quit your job. She's like, just mentally do it. And I was like, no. So for a couple hours, I thought about it. And it really bothered me that she said this, like, who mentally quits their job? But then I realized the more I thought about it, the more like I felt relieved. Like if I say I mentally quit my job, it felt good. And that was kind of a sign for me to be like, I need to get out of the corporate world because I can't make an impact here anymore. So I... um 
decided to take the plunge and leave the corporate world. And I left the corporate world with a thought of just making an impact in other people's lives uh, to speak and to be a writer. And I thought like I wanted to be a nutrition coach because I was really good at just powerlifting and working out. And I knew a lot about nutrition. So I was like, yeah, I'll just, you know, do nutrition coaching. And fast forward a couple months, I realized nutrition coaching was not lining up with me anymore. And I realized this during, um, I had joined a 21 day meditation challenge because I was looking for something to really connect and really just on a deeper level connect with God. And, you know, if you don't resonate with God, you know, the universe, whatever you want to call it, that's what I was looking for. And during this meditation, I was able to do this. And I realized, wow, this is incredible. Like, this is the first time that I was feeling fulfilled and I was feeling happy. And I realized, you know, the nutrition coaching wasn't lining up. So I needed to let that go. And for a moment, I freaked out because I was like, now what I'm going to, now what am I going to do? Like, now I'm just a speaker and a writer. Like, how am I going to make money? And like, what am I, like, what does this mean? And I had to dig deep and do a lot of soul searching of just like, you know, I know I have a bigger impact in life. And with that, I had no idea like what I was going to do, but I kept hearing, you know, be still like he's got, God's got this and you're going to be fine. Like just have faith. So I continued to do so. And the one day it hits me after reading an email that I got about being a life coach and just starting to help others change their perception so that way they can change their mind really change their mind and their thoughts. And that's how they change their life. Because when I look back, that's what I did. During the meditation challenge, I had changed my perception on life. And I saw my life shift. And I was able to finally just be still and listen and get connected. And that's where I found my true happiness. So that's why I am super passionate about helping others find their true happiness. And I think a lot of times we get so caught up in items like, oh, we buy this, this is going to make us happy. Oh, we have this relationship, it's going to make us happy. Or if we get married, we're going to be happier. If we have kids, we're going to be happier. But really, that's not what makes us happy. What makes us happy is when we are deep, connected, and we know what we want to do in life. And we hold the own key to our happiness. And that's the incredible thing is we don't realize that the happiness isn't tied up in things and people and going places and going events. Yeah, they, they're like a quick fix happiness, right? So um, that's kind of how I became super passionate about this. And I decided to start a podcast just to start giving um, different tips and tools and resources to for those that are searching for it. And we will often hear, you know, oh, you know, you can't, you can be happy, but, you know, sometimes you need to settle and you just really need to be thankful for what you have. Yes, you need to be thankful for what you have, but that does not mean that you settle for anything less that you really want. 
And I'm very, very passionate about not settling and really finding what your heart's desire. We all have it within us. We just have to tap into it. So that being said, I know that's a lot. That being said, that is kind of the purpose and the reason and the short story around me starting my podcast. And I am excited to continue to just share different things that have helped me and supported me as well as have guests on the podcast and um, just to be able to be re- be of like any kind of help and support that I can be to those that are looking to find their true happiness and find a life full of purpose. So that is my story. And for those that do not follow me on social media, they will, I am, I hang out on my Instagram stories a lot. And um, Instagram is kind of my thing. I will post all my social media links in the description below. I look forward to bringing you lots of amazing episodes and some inspiration just to take the courage, know that you are allowed to chase after your dream and after your true happiness. And until next time, I hope everyone just really thinks about what they want in life and chases after that.